Yo, 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 what's good? This is Chan Man House of Barf. Same day, June 20th, 2023. It's approximately 4.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I had a few minutes. I said, hey, let me see if I can squeeze in just a little bit more uh, content. So uh, last couple of times kind of got wrapped up on a couple of topics. Uh, just looking at, you know, the new CNBC. You know how it can kind of happen. You look at the news and next thing you know, it gets you riled up talking about something, uh, discussing, uh, Chinese and, uh, China and, um, United States, um, um, relationship, uh, just kind of, you know, topic of discussion. Uh, but, um, whilst aftermarket had a few minutes, uh, just said, Hey, let me see, squeeze in a little aftermarket research, see what's going on. Uh, Hey, we can actually keep it on the market. You know what I'm saying? We don't really have to uh, veer off and get caught up in the world politics and, or as some people would probably say, a ge- geopolitical, you know, conflicts and everything. Um, it's, <laughs> you just see things and uh, sometimes, you know, of course you always wonder, uh, you know, are you being distracted? Um, so real quick, uh, I let, okay, I know I said I was going to keep it towards the market, uh, let's just take a quick look. Um, and, you know, um, uh, you know, I got the little ones on the on the laptop. Uh, so let me clear some of this stuff out. Uh, well, I'm clearing some of this stuff out. Uh, let's just go ahead and take a quick look at CNBC. like San Francisco, D.C., New York, and it is you know, remote work, and these numbers are absolutely. Uh, there, there are definitely changes. That being said, I think that, you know, especially those larger cities, it's going to be more politically difficult to make changes to their uh, revenue structure, but I think that they are going to be able to make changes to the revenue structure, uh, and I don't foresee uh, a lot of credit deterioration as a result of that. But you got to also remember, there are entities... I don't know what they're talking about. Larger cities that are- I don't know what they're talking about. Can American downtown survive? What market signals are saying? That activity is going on in other places, and so there is yeah. a plus... Uh, outside of the larger cities in a lot of cases. All right. Tom Koslick, thanks for joining us. Thank you. On John's favorite <laughs> subject, one of them. Up next, find out how the uncertain economy is making the battle to be named America's... Okay. Not exactly sure what they were talking about. Um, but yeah, some, I don't know, market sediment and uh, can America survive something. So, uh, real quick, couple of, I guess, my quick uh, watch list items that I guess uh, uh, Bing has been, uh, you know, I guess gathering for me. Uh, Nvidia rising uh, looks like it uh, ended approximately again. It's approximately about 4:56 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, June 20th, 2023. Uh, again, we did find out some news uh, about Nike. Let me uh, pull that up. Uh, we can kind of just, you know, just I don't know all the numbers and everything to look at. I don't even have. Um, um, all my sources that I do use to kind of get my research together. I forget, uh, whew, uh, my sources and that's something I got to work on. Cause I really haven't been trading like that. Uh, believe it or not. And that really throws a lot of people off. It's like, Whoa, Whoa, you're not a, you're not a trader. No, I'm not a trader. I mean, like, I mean, I trade, but it's, it's like long term. you know what I'm saying? Uh, for probably the last four to five years, I, uh, you know, I may do some rebalancing, uh, but I don't even have my sor- sources up. I forget one of them that I like to um, 
use. So yeah, we'll try to get that together. Um, but uh, uh, let me pull up the uh, Nike ticker. Okay, got that up. A um, couple of items that uh, I can see that um, have been uh, on my watch list. Uh, Nvidia um, looks like Night Scope uh, uh, having another drastic day. Um, uh, so yeah, those aren't doing too well. Um, let me see. I'm just going to go to, uh, cnbc.com just real quick. Uh, just kind of look at, uh, the, you know, the market movers, uh, market movers. Uh, let's take a look. Uh, Gener- holding Inc. Uh, was up approximately 0.09% today. Uh, currently trading at approximately one twenty-eight eighty-seven. Uh, okay, uh, not too far from the day high. That's fantastic. Um, let me see what else uh, was part of the market movers today. Uh, Tesla, Tesla up approximately five point three four percent. It's approximately thirteen point nine one uh, points, uh, I believe. Um, PayPal. Uh, up approximately 3.7%. Uh, ooh, losers. Ooh, ooh. JD.com down approximately 6.73%. Uh, Enphase, uh, what's this? Energy, let's take a look. Let me see if I can pull it up. Enphase Energy Inc. Uh, down approximately 0.26%. Um, I got I got to work on, uh, you know, trying to uh, give these... Uh, I, with the 21, uh, on the, like, like, let me see this company and I'm holding this mic with a, uh, the smart bottle of water, uh, solar Ridge technologies, Inc. Uh, real quick, even one thing I got to work on, um, sometimes, you know, I even, uh, lose track, which is, uh, the, uh, uh the 21.34 is that, uh, $21 and 34 cents. Uh, but I believe they would say it's 21 points. Um, so I, I gotta do my research on that just to brush up on it again. Uh, and then on the loss, it was, uh, down, uh, 7.71%. Uh, today, the Solo Ridge Technologies Inc. Uh, closed around, uh, $255.36. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, some things slip my mind sometimes. Uh, and I just need, again, that's why I just brush up on it and get better. Um, Looks like, uh, looks like I've been seeing some news about uh, bear market being over. Um, looks like uh, Amazon's unveiling their uh, HQ two. Um, okay, let's see. Where's it? Testimony two days on the hill starts tomorrow. We got some earnings after. Okay, Amazon has an HQ two. Let's see real quick. Um, I just missed it. Um, I think one of what's one of my sources? Finviz. I think that's a basic one. Finviz. Um. Uh, yeah, I gotta get my sources up. Uh, again, I, I really haven't really been day trading like that. Again, I've been really long term trading. Uh, ba- basically, um, oh, one reason again I've stated this before, but uh, just being in compliance uh, for a little while, uh, I really didn't really feel like dealing with a whole lot of um, uh, compliance issues. Uh, so, you know, 
if you're a really great trader, uh, you could really stay inside compliance and, you know, really trade, you know, based on, um, you know, the rules uh, that are given, uh, you know, for your organization. Me, I'm a type of person that <laughs> I, I'm not one to, you know, try to think too hard about things, um, you know. Um, so if if I can, I'll just, you know, put it in. Uh, a couple of mutual funds, ETFs, and some blue chips. Uh, maybe throw a CD or a bond in there. Uh, and then I'm just going to set it and forget it. And that's kind of what I did So um, uh, for a little while. So I, I really, um, um, you know, haven't really been using my sources as I, as I would previously. Uh, so Finviz was definitely one. Um, I believe um, uh, Morningstar. Uh, these are my sources um, that I uh, like to use to do my research. I'm not even sure how Morningstar is anymore. Uh, I just pull these websites up. But let me go ahead and go back. Uh, okay, Amazon's HQ2. Sorry if I bounce around too much. It's a whole lot like I'm trying to squeeze in. Uh, I, 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 I can work on slowing down. Um, and also, besides slowing down, I would say speed up the show. Uh, personally, even myself, when I do check out an episode, I do put it at 1.2 based on the way I communicate, the way I talk. And I can I can work on that as well. But I put it at about 1.2, 1.5. Um, 1.5 can sometimes be a little bit too fast. Uh, but 1.2, um, maybe if you can, like 1.3, is about right. Um and I also will work on slowing down so that I, I just may, it may take a couple episodes, uh, a couple segments to go over one topic. Uh, let's see. Oh my gosh. Is this HQ2 going to be in Arlington? What? That shit going to be crazy. They've been talking about this for years. Let's, let's check this out real quick. Amazon HQ2 is not matching the original hype. The economy is partly to blame. Published Tuesday, June 20th, 20238, colon, 15 a.m. EDT updated six hours ago. Scott Cohn at Scott Cohn TV. Share. Key points. Arlington, Virginia, beat more than 200 competitors for Amazon's second corporate headquarters, <laughs> which finally opened its doors last week. The project is much smaller than originally anticipated, and Amazon delayed a second phase, though the company is vowing to eventually meet its commitments to the region. Nationwide, companies are slowing down projects, citing recession fears, rising interest rates, and worker shortages. Yo, I mean, look, Amazon has been on some bullshit for the last couple years. Uh, don't quote me. And we're supposed to be talking about the market. We're not supposed to be talking about, uh, you know, what Amazon done. No offense. Um, uh, they've had some issues. Uh, let me see. Let's just we can. What are some of the issues that Amazon has had with workers uh, recently? I can't even remember what the what the it's one of those. Amazon warehouse workers have previously complained that the company's pace of work prevents them from taking adequate bathroom and rest breaks and leads to unfair disciplinary actions. Workplace safety issues are one of several catalysts behind a recent spike in organizing efforts among Amazon employees. Yeah, so they've, 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 um, 
they've they've had uh a couple of um they've had a couple of rough moments so uh if they can do some good things bringing another hq uh to to places like arlington helping this region out um you know some good news get him on some good news um um I'm not sure if they're, but, you know, if they can get into some electronic vehicles, if they can, um, you know, you know, of course, one thing they've been working on is lowering uh, emissions. Uh, if they can work on, um, I, you know, um, um, just some more positive news. It also, definitely uh, the, the, the workers. I mean, of course, that and also if they have any, uh, you know, you know. Uh, race-related issues, uh, definitely that. But they can get some good good news out there, get some good propaganda out there. Uh, it, it looks like they're kind of just getting the news out there. It sounds like they really haven't. Maybe they just locked down the location. doesn't look like they really, like, got, got it uh, all together yet. But, okay, that's great news. Uh, I like that news. Uh, it just says that that news is not meeting the hype. But, okay, okay, we'll see how that goes. All right, so... Again, well, let's not get into. Uh, I'm trying to stay focused and not get too much into the uh, propaganda and everything. Um, okay, I, I do want to hear something about. Uh, let's see, let's see. Most bullish in decade. Uh, uh, Bank of America's um, Subaranian on stocks. When we were seeing data that is slowing for the broader economy, we're clearly seeing it across the globe, Europe right now, and obviously in China. Yeah, so they okay. slowing, they're talking about, and I think we are. They're talking about bullish on the market. That's, I've been hearing that a lot lately. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So I'm not saying I'm the expert on this. Here, real quick, uh, we're going to get ready to hop into the market. Uh, I'm going to pull up some sources. Uh, we're going to, you know, again, um, one thing we've been kind of um, kind of discussing is uh, one thing I keep bringing up, uh, gamification, uh, do consumers really know what they want? Um, uh, which, you know, to my, um, knowledge, yes, consumers really do know what they want as much as, uh, sometimes even I myself think that consumers really don't know what they want. Uh, you know, but that, uh, kind of touched on net worth. Uh, didn't, when I said net worth, I didn't really have my, um, net worth as in W O. Um, R-T-H, um, let me see, uh, what is net worth? According to Wikipedia, net worth is the value of all the non-financial and financial assets owned by an individual or institution minus the value of all its outstanding liabilities. Okay, so that, we touched on the net worth and, um, approximately how much should I start investing with? According to Acorns, how much money do you need to start investing? Consider the 503020 rule, putting 50% of your budget toward needs, 30% toward wants, and 20% toward saving and investing for future needs and goals. Okay, so this is uh, 50%. This is a 50-30-20 rule. So uh, that is like another strategy that you go up when, let's say, again, you come into some assets. You come into, uh, you know, um, you, you graduated from college and you got uh, $35,000 uh, from uh, your, your family. Uh, you graduated college, start your beginning. Great job. Um, uh, they're saying put 50 percent 
um, of your budget towards needs. So any current bills, anything you need to get done currently, this is acorns.com, uh, 30% towards um, wants. So take 30% and boom, do your thing. Uh, and take 20% and put towards savings. Uh, if I could if I could touch on that 20% and if I could touch on that 30%, 30%, yes. Uh, take 30% and put it towards your wants. I'm 100% for that. However, I've heard that um, Shaquille O'Neal disagrees with that. He would say take 15% uh, and then take that other 15% and add it to the 20% that you're going to put towards savings and investings. Now, the 20% towards savings and investings. If I could add anything to that, I would say um, any past due bills. I would I would say um, I would say um, got to take some and put it towards. I, I see the the current needs. I would say the see the, about the current needs. Take care of what you need currently. If I could add, this is my own personal opinion. And I'm not a financial advisor or anything, but this is my this is Chan Man B and Chan Man being a dickhead because I always like to argue with these with these things. So 50% towards your budget towards your needs. I would change needs to your current needs. Anything that is currently going on right now, if you're if if you your current bill coming up, not the past due bill, the current bill. Boom, boom, knock all the current, do a little bit of grocery shopping. That's what you have currently. Okay, past due, I would say, would come out of that 20% that you have towards your savings and investing towards the future. Now, if you take the 50% and you get current and you have some left over, I would say that goes towards the 20% towards uh, anything past due and your savings and your investing in your future. 30% towards your wants, that's, I'm 100% take that. Boom. 30% towards your wants, go. All right. Uh, we're not even going to discuss that any further. Now we're discussing uh, the 70%. Now the 50% towards your, I would say, towards current needs, cover that. Anything left over will trickle down to the 20% towards savings and investing for future needs and goals. And then I also would add on to that any past due bills not saying that you gotta wipe all your past due out you know but put put some of that 20 percent um towards any past dues so you can get rid of those because some of those could you know be in current interest rates uh you know you you know just just get some of those past dues if you can and then put the rest of it um anything else you're able to put towards savings and investing um, that's a 50, 30, 20 rule. Not necessarily what I would go with. Again, this is acorns. Uh, they're geniuses would not say that, you know, that's, you know, uh, where you really want to go, but, uh, not knocking acorns. Uh, I, yeah, I fool with acorn. Acorns is cool. I think they're a really cool company. Um, um, let me see if there's like anything else. Uh, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see. Uh, what is this? Fortune.com. Ideally, let me see what uh, Fortune.com. How much should I, uh, should you be investing? Some recommend, uh, recommend at least 15% of your income. Okay, so uh, this is Fortune.com. They say 15% of your income. That is not, how much, look, this, let me see what these people say. How much should you invest? 
Many of the experts we spoke with oh, okay. suggested uh, as a Let me, rule, um, you know, I like to give the uh, title of the article and the, um, here, so let me go back. Rule to invest a set percentage of your after-tax income. Although that, how much should you be investing? Some experts recommend at least 15% of your income. Biwevana Pino, October 7th. 2022. So this is saying, how much should I be investing? And that's not more so. Let me see. I'll go over this, but this is not what I'm more so saying. I'm saying more so, what do I get started with? And I, what you be, should be investing and how much should I start with investing, I think are two different things. But let's check it out. Why, founder and CEO at Al. How much should you invest? Many of the experts we spoke with suggested, as a general rule, to invest a set percentage of your after-tax income. Although that percentage can vary depending on your income, savings, and debts. Ideally, you'll invest somewhere around 15% to 25% of your post-tax income, says Mark Henry, founder and CEO at Alloy Wealth Management. If you need to start smaller and work your way up to that goal, that's fine. The important part is that you actually start. Okay, so they're saying one way to start is... So let's check the numbers on that. So let's say, for example, I, I suggest uh, your net worth. Um, if you have $100,000 uh, net worth times that, I'd say approximately, let's just, you know, let's kick it up. I, I said 10% of your net worth. It should be, you know, let's keep it at 10%. Let's just do that. 10% of your net worth, $10,000 you could put in the market. All right, so they're saying of your income. All right, so let's say you, um, let's say of your net worth, uh, let's say, uh, let's say 70% of that is, let's, uh, let's go, let's go. It's like 60% of that is just income. So you make approximately like, let's say, let's say you make about 62.5. All right. 62.5. Uh, of that 100,000. So uh, you make about 62.5 in your income. So the rest of your net worth is 37.5. So um, you have a car. Uh, again, this is net worth. You may be in an apartment. Um um and all the stuff you've bought in your apartment. So that equals up to about 375 and then your income is about 625. That's net worth. Okay. So um and any investments you may have in uh, in whatnot. So 62500 and I believe I'm going to divide that by 2080 which is approximately I believe the amount of working hours um let me see uh if I'm correct, I don't even know what I'm about to ask. Um, how many working hours is there in a year? 2080? According to Forage, on average, there are 2080 working hours a year. Only some years have the same number of working days because of the way weekends fall. Okay, so yeah, it's about 2080. Um, so... In that case, I believe I'm going to divide it by uh, 62500 $62, that you're making. And we'll say, let's just say that's post. I'm, I'm, I don't want to keep going back and forth. Let's just say that's post or, or that's net worth. 
I mean net um net income. Uh, that's how much you bring home. Let's say sixty two five. I know it's not working out because you would have to make more than 65, but I, I don't feel like keep messing with these numbers. I guess. All right, let's just let's just make it six, sixty thousand even. All right, so then we're gonna divide it by twenty eighty. Okay, so approximately you make about twenty eight dollars and eighty four cents. Okay, so let me take twenty eight dollars and eighty four cents an hour, because uh, it's working hours. So you make about approximately. $28.84. I'm just going to do 85 cents. Um, I'm going to times that by a 40 hour work week. Or should I? So I say, just. I'm just going to do the. Let's do the work week first. All right. 28.85. All right. 28.85 times 40 equals $1,100. Uh, well, it equals $1,154. So of that, they're saying take approximately about 15% which is approximately $173. Take that and invest that. Um, and just start there. Okay. Okay. And that's a way, good way to start. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a beautiful way to start. And that also lets people know that, um, uh, if, for example, let's even take Nike. We just were looking at Nike earlier. Uh, it's beautiful. I mean, it's a way to start. Uh, Nike um, is at uh, approximately at the close, you know, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, $109.54. So, you know, you could buy a share of Nike and just get started like that. Um, I say you really could get started with any amount. Uh, I do say... If you do put in $173, I would possibly say go ahead and play with paper money for a little while. Um, maybe you can find yourself an ETF. Let's see real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. And this is not advice at all. Uh, ETF, um, let's just say you want to do like a semiconductor ETF. Semiconductor ETF. Like let's just say Virginia, or not Virginia, uh, Vanguard Tech or something. What is it? VTG. I don't even know how much it costs right now. Uh, VG, VTG. Is it an ETF? Vanguard Information. See that thing is a four hundred and thirty-seven dollars uh, at the approximately at the end of the close. But yeah, um, you know, uh, I would probably say go ahead and I would probably say leave that in cash. Um, my personal opinion, leave that in cash. Uh, and then, um, you look, use paper money for a little while. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, use paper money for a little while. If you want to go that route, other than that, I would say that, um, yeah, if your net worth is approximately about a hundred thousand dollars, um, I would say feel free if you can. Uh, let me see. Times by 10%. Yeah, I would say if you can, if you're able to, uh, I would say take approximately about 10 grand uh, and put that in the market. Um, and of that 10 grand, again, on your age. So, for example, if you are 40 years old, I would say at the age of 40, uh, and this is not advice at all, um, uh, age of 40, I would put. Um, I w what would I do? I think I would put 
60% in um in bonds, I believe. I believe I would put 60% in bonds. And so I'd put $6,000 in bonds and I would put approximately about $4,000 uh in stocks. Uh if I I guess if it, you know, if if you're more risky or something, then you could go ahead and go the other way around 60% in stocks, 40% bonds. But I would more so go that route. Um and that way, a good percentage of your assets, um, we, you know, again, I have this argument again uh, with, you know, people can go riskier when you get older. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hopefully student loans, car notes, everything's paid. Um, so we kind of went over that. Um, let me see. Let me see. What? Let me see. How should I invest at my age? Forty. Here is information from the Motley Fool. Okay. So. Okay. So Motley Fool. Here. Let me. Here. Go ahead. and To bonds. For example. You can consider investing heavily in stocks if you're younger than 50 and saving for retirement. As you reach your 50s, consider allocating 60% of your portfolio to stocks and 40% to bonds. Once you're retired, you may prefer a more conservative allocation of 50% in stocks and 50% in bonds. And that's what I say I disagree with. I'm like, yeah, we got to get this person to plan to 130 at this rate. You know what I'm saying? What's the... um? I've been I'm going on about thirty minutes, uh, real quick. What's the average age compared to? Are, are people living? Let me According see. According to Statista, in 2021, the median age of the population of the United States was 38.8 years. While this may seem quite young, the median age in 1960 was even younger, at 29.5 years. Okay, so that's kind of what I'm um, kind of getting at. Are people living longer these days? According to The Hill, there were 89,739 centenarians living in the United States in 2021, nearly twice as many as there were 20 years ago, according to data from the Population Division of the United Nations. Okay, so let's check it out. What's the average age of death in America? The 2020 average life expectancy in the United States of America is 77.28 years, according to World Development Indicators. Whew. That's that's younger than I would have thought. But so people on average live to about seventy seven years old, which means you could live longer. You could live to a hundred, hundred and sixteen, hundred and twenty. So we need to still get these uh individuals investing in hopefully. Now, if they still have young children, uh dad at age seventy had another baby or something, then, okay, then maybe we do got to start reconsidering. But if they don't have any young children, um, uh, you know, maybe they get their succession for their business, um, but maybe they still want to have a life insurance policy, you know, maybe a million-dollar life insurance policy that should at least pay any general creditors and uh, salaries 
and hopefully any taxes for the first, you know, two or three years or something. Um, keep business up and running until your successors can take off. Uh, uh, so whether you, your car notes, you know what I'm saying? You should be done paying car notes. Maybe you got a grandchild or, or a great, uh, niece or nephew that you're still buying their car. Um, little things like that, but it's not the major things. You don't got a mortgage. Maybe you're just paying the property taxes. Now, if you got a mortgage and all these things, then maybe we want to reconsider. So then that's why I say we 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 can, we Look, I know it's against probably regulation. You know, what I'm trying to attack is is theory. And that's something I need to write down to look up. That's uh, what I, because in theory, I think, I think we may be doing it wrong. I think because like younger people, like I get it. They don't really need the principle. You know, if you're a single uh, male or a uh, woman, you really don't need the principle. Um However, um, um, uh, if, if you continue to be reckless with your principal younger, um, then it's very possible that, um, uh, you know, you're not going to possibly have as much, you know what I'm saying? And you, you know, it's just a theory. So in theory, uh, why is younger and i just want to look it up uh riskier and um older uh conservative uh i understand fixed income and that and whatnot but i would say uh now um again if there's a lot of bills and everything i completely get it but however in theory i would think that that's why it's called the golden years what's the point of the golden years <laughs> Uh, if it's not, if I'm not living golden, you know, um, if I'm not, you know, living my life, you know what I'm saying? Real quick. Uh, why do they call it the golden years? According to Wikipedia, the term originated from early Greek and Roman poets who used it to refer to a time when mankind lived in a better time and was pure. Uh, okay. I don't know if that was exactly right, but yeah. Um, Supposed to be in retirement. I understand fixed income and everything, but if majority of your debts are taken care of, you're really not, you know, uh, you know, you're not really struggling for any uh, finances. Then why don't we go ahead and get a little bit more risky uh, with the uh, investments? Um, and um, I'm not talking about let's trade some options. I'm not talking about, um, but we we can we can make some investments. Um, but also, you know, we just good strategies, good plans. Uh, don't stress them out. You know, make sure they can still go to sleep at night. Uh, make sure they can still relax. But know that, you know, they're still investing. They're not investing to, uh, you know, kind of like sometimes when you play spades. You're not playing spades to, like, you play to win. You know, you play to win. Um, you know, you do have your score. The game is still 500. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't got to, you know, uh, bump or anything, but you play to win. You know, we're not going to go out there and, um, um, you know, just try to play conservatively, trying to, you know, uh, but also you got to think about your partner in space as well. But that's what I'm saying with, uh, investing with people, we, we got to invest to win. We're trying to invest to win. We're not trying to invest to just kind of like, 
you know, live our days out, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yes, we we still want to get a return on it, you know what I'm saying? Unless, again, not everybody's looking for a return. Some people just are like, they're okay with, um, uh, you know, close to 0%. They're not looking to make a bunch of uh, interest. They're not looking to mess with the government. They're not looking to make a bunch of interest. They don't feel like paying taxes and everything. Uh, get that as well. Uh, now, that's a different type of investor. If they're... If, then that's when you want to listen to that investor. But based off of, well, yeah, I've heard that as I get older, I should be investing more conservatively. Yes, because you're going to need your principal. More importantly, you're not going to have the amount of time to get that principal back. Uh, and you probably need your principal more than a younger person. A younger person can lose their principal, gain that principal back probably several times over. You know, which I think is a terrible thing to tell somebody. Oh, yeah, you can lose it and get it right back. That's bullshit, man. Like, come on. We need to tell the younger investor, look, you may want to just be a little bit more conservative with your investments. Um, let let Rebalance it. Rebalance it every six months to a year. You know what I'm saying? Just constant rebalance. Maybe if there's even a rebalancing fund. that Some of them do it automatically for you based on your age. They're usually target retirement accounts. Um that could save you some time. Um, uh, yes, but I do understand that. But however, because uh, you got to remember, older people, you know, there's more medical bills. There's more family members that are going to need, you know, help or, or whatnot. There's also more vulnerable investors. There's scammers. Uh, so, you know, sometimes, you know, I can completely understand. But just investing with the least the 10% of the net worth, this is what I would discuss and saying that just with the 10%, again, we're just sitting with 10%. We're not trying to sit here and say put 50% of your net worth in the stock market. Not at all. Other stuff, you know, handle el- elsewhere. I'm just talking about the market, uh, you know, uh, at that. But, yeah, that's just a theory that I have an argument with with people. Uh, I just want to even see if Google Scholar has uh, any information of that. Uh, let me see. Um, and uh, Younger, uh, riskier. Um, younger investors can be riskier or something like that. I, this is something that if I had my own BD, this is something that I would not teach. I'm sorry. I think it's, and trust me, Vanguard, BlackRock, the, uh, I can't even think of any, uh, what's other wealth management companies. Um, uh, these people got it down packed. They know what they're doing. Uh, uh, top wealth management companies. Oh, it's not saying it. Um, let me see real quick. Okay, the top wealth management companies. I guess Morgan Stanley, uh, Goldman Sachs, uh, Charles Schwab, UBS. Uh, yeah, these are some of the top wealth management companies. Um, not really the ones I was looking for, but yeah. Um. They got it down packed. They know what they're doing. Uh, just, just some things that I would like to study. Trust me, I, w- I want to study stuff, and I want to get my name on shit too. You know, theories that, you know, Stephen Hawkins. You know, he challenged he challenged some theories, some uh, of Albert Einstein's theories, and uh, Graham Hancock. I'm more in the Graham Hancock category, just uh, I guess because he's like a random individual. I'm just a random in- individual that just wants to challenge some theories. Uh, I'm not like a PhD or anything, uh, but you know I w- I'm not against getting my PhD. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I want to look at the relationship among demographics and risk tolerance. That's what I want to look at. So I'm going to keep that up and take a look at that later. Um, but yeah, so discuss that, went over net worth, uh, how much should I invest, uh, different things, just different strategies. Now, just want to take a quick look. I've been talking for about 40 minutes. Just want to take a quick look. Kind of, um, I'm getting my, my stuff back together, okay? This isn't just me talking about it because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. Seriously. I've been out the game for a little while. I'm just hopping back in it. Seriously. Dead ass. So, let me go ahead, go ahead and take a quick break. This is Chairman House of Barf. Yo, 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 what's good? This is Chairman House of Barf. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to take time out of their wonderful day to come kick it with your man, Chairman. Uh, it is approximately an hour and 36 minutes after uh, market trading today. Again, today is June 20th, 2023. Uh, just take a quick look. We'll see what uh, CNBC is on real quick. But the meetings mean for BABA and the whole China trade next. Plus, KB Home on deck to report results. The options traders are digesting these hot housing starts for a look into where that stock could be heading, how they are playing this name when fast money returns. Okay, the housing market may be having a little bit of uh, attention uh, considering the interest rates and also appears that they're still discussing uh, relationships with China. Um, all right. Um, so, great. All right, so we have the amount we want invested, and it doesn't matter if you start off with $5, it doesn't matter, $10, different strategies. I don't want to promote small caps, and I don't want to promote uh, pennies, uh, margin trading and all that, but we'll get to all that stuff, uh, penny trading, small cap trading, uh, a couple of pennies I can think of jumps. Uh, let me go ahead and take a look. Uh, one source I'm pulling up right now is... Um, uh, I believe they're no longer in business, but uh, Thinkorswim, TD Ameritrade. See, I think Thinkorswim is separate from TD Ameritrade. I think TD Ameritrade bought Thinkorswim. I'm not sure. Oh, maybe they, yeah, I guess they do own it. Uh, but TD Ameritrade is Thinkorswim. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm letting you know I use Thinkorswim. Um, so, um, what we were just discussing. Um, oh, pennies. I'll pull up a penny real quick. I'm going to go with... Uh, it's this com old company I looked up years ago. Grow Life Inc. I'm not, uh, let's see if they're still in business. Uh, uh, ticker symbol PHOT. Uh, they're trading at approximately three cents. Uh, uh, uh five. What is that? Uh, five hundredth. Um, yeah. So, uh, these are these are like little pennies. Um. Uh. Uh. <laughs> And see, this is some of the numbers I want to go over, uh, and I want to start learning. Um, uh, so I'm looking at their numbers. Uh, what's another penny? I, I can't. Uh, you could probably just go to like um, you know Google and type in um, you know type in penny stocks. This is if this this is if you have like um, you know you just put like a dollar. Because I, I believe it's commission-free uh, trading for mo most broker-dealers these days. Um, and this is why you also want to be very careful. Uh, but let's see. Let's see some penny stocks. If you just put in like $5, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and there's people who love playing pennies uh, with a lot of money because, oh, my gosh, it's the best. I mean, I'm sorry. It's the worst. It's terrible. But it is so fun. Uh, don't take my word for it. Um, 
you didn't hear it from you know me seriously uh but penny stock trading with money is fun it's stressful you will break your heart and die um but when you're doing well oh my gosh the thing with penny stocks is liquidation you could have a liquidation issue uh where you put your sell order in and you think it's going to order sell at the market because you don't you really don't care it's it's up you know what i'm saying so let's look at some of these nicola uh so a penny stock is anything that trades under five dollars here real quick uh so but again the, the main thing i was talking about is is that you can invest with any amount. If you want to invest with $173 and you want to put it in pennies and small caps, small caps, okay, let me see. There's a couple of terms I'm using. This is why I've kind of avoided uh, the stock talk because um, um, it can get a little bit complicated. Uh, not complicated, but there's just you just want to make sure you brush over everything. Okay, so what is a penny stock? According to Wikipedia, penny stocks are common shares of small public companies that trade for less than $1 per share. Okay. They said $1. I would say $5. Um, I'm looking at a Vistapedia right here. This is kind of what I've been um, brought up to believe. This is Vistapedia. What is a penny stock? A penny stock typically refers to the stock of a small company that trades for less than $5 per share. Though some penny stocks trade on large exchanges such as the New York Stock Exchange, NYSE, most trade via over-the-counter, OTC, transactions through the Electronic OTC Bulletin Board, OTCBB, or through the privately owned OTC Markets Group. Okay, so yeah, I want to say $5, and as you saw right there, uh, those are the uh, exchanges that um, uh, the um, penny stocks trade on. They change, they exchange over the uh, over-the-counter uh, that's their exchange. So some of these right here, Soundhound AI Inc. trading at three dollars and ninety nine cents. Uh, so a penny stock is really not just a penny. Uh, um, let's let's look take a look at some of the. Uh, I didn't even name. There was a few more. I didn't even name them all. Um, what are some huge companies that started off as penny stocks? Top 10 most successful penny stocks. This is uh, Timothy Sykes. I think I'm familiar with him. He's a, he's a fantastic. Supposedly, he's a fan fantastic trader. Uh, he has his own um, uh, stuff that he um, like. He sells his strategies. Supposedly, he's very successful. I'm not sure how true it is or not. Uh, true Religion Jeans. I didn't even know they. Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, man. Let's see, I can't even see. see these websites kind of get. Uh, annoying. Uh, let me see. Um, cause I'm, I'm trying to, let me see. TRLG. Okay. Let me, I clicked on it and it didn't uh, pull up what I wanted, but TRLG, uh, ticker. Okay. Current. Oh no. See what? See. All right. I'm getting off this guy's website. Um, let me see. Famous companies traded as pennies. Uh, let me see. 10 most successful penny stocks that made a big yahoo.com. I'm use Yahoo. That's another source I use. Um, sometimes just taking a look. Uh, GameStop. Let me see. Um, uh, let me see. Um, while shares have dropped since 
then they are still up 892% since they have uh, first started trading on the stock market at a price of $2.49. So again, uh, penny stocks can be uh, just companies under, uh, I would say, about $5. So GameStop, Ford Motor, um, uh, Monster Beverage Drink, uh, Micron Technology, ooh, okay, uh, Qualcomm, um, yeah, so there's a few other, there's, there's a few companies. However, pennies usually um, are very risky, have liquidation issues, um, but yeah. So, again, that wasn't the point I was trying to make. The point I was trying to make is you don't have to start with $10,000. You don't have to start with $50,000. You don't have to start with $100,000. You can start with $500. You can start with $200. And you can even play if you want to start off with paper trades. You don't have, you could put $173 in, um, and just cash. So that's another thing, uh, that I, uh, like to touch on, which is, um, if you put your money in the broker dealer account, does it start trading right then and there? No. Just need to take a sip of the smart water. No, it goes into what is a cash account. If I'm correct, yes, you are with um, uh, a broker dealer whose assets are, if I'm correct, covered by SIPIC. Okay, um, uh, I have to look that up, uh, SIPIC. But I believe uh, the broker dealers have a cash account that is uh, governed, if I'm correct, by the FDIC. So it's essentially. Got a very small interest rate, um, um, but still it's interest rate. It's still, it's just it's just a settlement account, just a cash account. Uh, let me see. Um, just real quick. Oh, okay. So uh, a couple things I want to go over real quick. Uh, all right. Who is Sipic? No, not civics. Here's the definition no. of civics. No, not civics. The study of the rights and duties of citizenship. No. Uh, let me try this again. What is CIPIC? Not, not a According not to Mayo septic. Clinic, a widespread no. infection causing organ failure and dangerously low blood pressure. S-I-P-C. CIPIC. Okay. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say. Uh, this is um, CIPIC.org. So straight from the horse's mouth. Um... Let me see what, um, here. If it happens, SIPC protects the securities and cash in your brokerage account up to $500,000. The $500,000 protection includes up to $250,000 protection for cash in your account to buy securities. How does SIPC protection work? SIPC. Okay. All right. So that's SIPIC. Um, so let me see real quick. Um, does the FDIC cover my uh, cash account with my broker dealer? 
Okay. I'm not sure. But it, it's probably SIPIC that covers it. But it's essentially, it's an account that it's just a cash account. So your money won't initially just start uh, trading. Um, something else I want to go over real quick. Just real quick. What is the difference between small cap, mid cap, and large cap stocks? According to FINRA, large cap, market value between $10 billion and $200 billion. Mid cap, market value between $2 billion and $10 billion. Small cap, market value between $250 million and $2 billion. And micro cap, market values of market value of less than $250 million. Okay. So that's what I mean by when I say like, if you want to trade with small cap and whatnot, um, uh, let's, let's just take a look at some of the prices. Uh, how much is a small cap company stock usually worth? According to smartasset.com, the term small cap is used to identify stocks that have a market capitalization of between $300 million and $2 billion. Okay, that... Market capitalization or market cap means the total value of a company's outstanding stock shares. Okay, uh, small cap stock list. Okay, so this is investico.com. Oh, goodness. No, they took me. Let me see. I'm trying to look for um list of small cap stocks. I'm trying to find some. Uh, I'm just trying to find a list real quick. List of small cap stocks. Issuers frequently mentioned on the web include ProPetro Holding, Boot Barn Holdings, Kura Sushi USA, and others. Okay, let me go to Finviz. Let me see if they can... Um, Finviz is another uh, source I use. F I N V I Z. It's 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 very popular. It's not uh, it's not anything uh, special. Um, mm, let me see. See, I got to get used to using these. Uh, so that's why I'm going through it as well. We're we're getting there. Believe it or not, we're we're about to start cooking soon. And I'm still going to go back over some other topics because again, we're just brushing over these topics. But you know. Um, Trying to see if there's any way I could see, like, just the small cap companies. Um, hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So I have a list of uh, da, 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 what is supposed to be some small cap companies, if I'm correct. So, um so context logic, and again, uh, as we discussed, uh, small cap is approximately between two hundred and fifty million and two billion. That's uh, a market value. Um, uh, uh, ticker symbol Wish, uh, Context Logic Inc. Uh, trading at approximately seven dollars and seventy-seven cents. Uh, ticker symbol BTCM, Bit Mining Limited, two dollars and sixty-four cents. Uh, so uh, let me see. Uh, ticker symbol uh, space, uh, SPCE Virgin Galactica or Virgin Galactic Holding Inc. trading at approximately six dollars uh, and one cents. 
Uh, and this is at the end of the business day. So you can have a pretty good idea of how much small cap companies trade for uh, compared to let me um, let me do um, list of large cap companies. Let's see how much G stocks are trading for a uh, list of large cap companies is, t- is typically, if I'm correct, 10 billion to about 200 billion. Uh, we have uh, ticker symbol FMX, Fomento, Economico, Mexicano, market cap approximately about $197.12 billion, trading at approximately $110.18. Netflix, Inc., trading uh, has approximately about $193.24 billion, trading at approximately $434.70. Uh, so uh, you can kind of get uh, Nike uh, trading at approximately $109.54. You can see these are large cap companies. Um, all right. So uh, so those are just kind of a few things real quick. Uh, I've been talking for about 60 minutes. Going to take a quick break and then kind of take, we're going to pick one of these companies and just do a little research on it. Again, I'm getting my research back. Again, before you know it, we're going to be cooking with Crisco. We've been taking a, we've been taking the long way home, and trust me, we're going to keep taking the long way home, uh, and, it's, it, and hopefully it will develop uh, the characteristics and the maturities in both myself because i got to brush up too. i got to get my uh, think or swim together. All right, well, thank you so much to anybody and everybody who's uh, chilling with me. I appreciate it. This is Chan Man, House of Barf. <laughs>